0: Hello, and welcome back to Revealed in Ephesians, the mystery of who I am in Christ. This is week five, day four, and today we are going to be talking about living stones. Now, I love this. Um, it look, it sounds like a metaphor, and it sounds like an analogy, but um, I believe that the Lord reveals himself to us in nature. Now this is very different than the new age concept that god is in everything like god is it's like you know the, imagine the star wars um mentality like the force is flowing through you it's in the table it's in the microphone i'm speaking into it's in the water you know control it use the force um we don't use god god is not anything like the force and god is not in like the trees the way uh The when I mean this, when I say God is in nature, I mean, God created the world. And so when we look at nature, when we look, for example, at the universe, we see that it's just infinite. It's just stretching out and it's expanding and it's infinite. The stars are impossible to count. And that reveals to us the infinite nature of God. We think about numbers. You can count and never stop for all eternity, going forwards or backwards. That also shows us this infinite infinity and the infinite eternal nature of God. You have time. In time, we have past, present, and future. This shows us a picture of the triune God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The past is time. The present is time. The future is time. It's all interwoven. It's hard to like separate it out and understand it, but we all—time, past, present, and future. You have dimensions. You have depth. You have width, depth, and height. You have three dimensions there. And God is a triune God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, you look at the des- the design of nature, and you start gardening. When you garden, and you get your hands into the dirt, and you have to pull up weeds, you're going to see spiritual concepts there. You're going to see the concepts, spiritual concepts from watching a plant grow, and what makes it a healthy plant. Um, a tr- you know, an apple tree brings forth apple fruit. Jesus uses these analogies all the time to help us to understand spiritual concepts that are really true. He says, your life is a tree. What kind of fruit is your life bringing forth? And you can tell the tree by its fruit. Is your the fruit on your tree full of anger, bitterness, um, hostility, fear, anxiety, um, vanity, pride? Um, uh, you know, you can tell these things like if you go to a tree and you can you can even smell the smell of a tree in apple season. You go to the apple trees, you can smell it. Um, you can smell the fruit coming off of a person's life. If their life is full of peace and joy, um, the you know that the their life is rooted in Christ Jesus. Um, if if they're a believer, they they should be giving you giving off the fruit of the spirit. So that's an it's an analogy, but it's also a spiritual reality. Um, it, it's a picture, so we see God in nature, and, and God reveals Himself to us in nature. And in this way, um, we are going to talk about something that's very practical: living stones. And so, in Scripture, um, in actually, we're going to go backwards, or we're going to go backwards to Ephesians two. We were in Ephesians three, but remembering that these are connected because he was saying. Um, He was saying in Ephesians 3 for this reason. So we're going to go back to that reason that he's talking about his leadership. Um, It says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. So we've learned yesterday that Paul um, emulated Jesus' servant leadership. And Paul and Peter and all the other apostles, when they were teaching about Jesus Christ, they weren't like, I'm the Pope and you're the little people and you can't understand God's word. They were, they were like, we are partakers. We are part of the family of God together. And they laid that foundation with their own teaching and their very lives, the way Jesus was an example of how to come to God, and he's the way to come to God, but he was an example of how we should live. Paul and the other apostles were examples, and that they laid that foundation with their teaching, and the apostles had that authority. It was very important. We cannot reject the authority of the scriptures. If you start to say like, well, I like this idea that God is love, but I don't think you can trust the whole Bible. Well, if you can't trust the whole Bible, how can you just cherry pick and say, I'm going to take this one piece off of it, but I don't believe any of it's legitimate, like legitimate at all. Um, in fact, some of the concepts in scripture, like do not judge, Jesus said, um, do not judge lest you be judged. And there's other parts in the scripture that tell us there are good times to judge. And then there's other parts of the scripture that say we shouldn't even judge ourselves. There's times to make good judgments. People want to like cherry pick the scripture and throw out the whole like authority of the Bible. Where well, the apostles laid down the authority of scripture, they gave us a solid teaching and an example in their lives. And we can't just blindly throw out scripture. Um, but it says in here, in him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. So you and your other friend in Christ and your family member in Christ, you are a stone in God's temple. You are a part of the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit lives inside of you through Jesus Christ if you are a believer in Jesus. If you've been redeemed and cleansed, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And This is incredible because it's such a magnificent picture that all the believers together, together is the key, are the temple working and fitted together and we have to be fitted into Christ Jesus as the cornerstone. But what does that make us? That makes us a stone, just a stone, just a plain old rock. (laughs) We have to remember again that our place and our purpose in the In the temple, we are given purpose by the cornerstone. That cornerstone says, this is God's house. This belongs to God. This is established on God. And we as stones become part of something even greater than ourselves when we are connected to Jesus Christ, when we are established in the foundation of the gospel, and we're a part of something bigger. Many of us spend our whole lives trying to fashion and shape and plan and direct our own life and become this great person with, you know, I'm going to plan my dreams. I'm going to pursue my dreams. It's me, me, me. I will become great. Jesus said, or John the Baptist said when he saw Jesus, I must decrease and he must increase. And as we allow this picture, this this picture of humility, if we allow humility in our lives, God, what is your plan for me? You made me. You created me. You saved me. You filled me with your spirit. You're the giver of gifts. You have given me gifts. What is my place that is going to fulfill me and give me purpose in your body, again, A stone out by itself, just laying out in a field is just a rock, but that stone that is brought in from the field and placed into the temple becomes something mighty and great and important, but it's still just a stone. So you need to ask God today. Ask the Lord, God, I acknowledge before you that I by myself am nothing. I want to know my place. I need a place. I need to find belonging in your body. Show me, how do I fit into your temple? Fill me with your Holy Spirit and allow me, Lord God, to be content and to know that your plans for me are greater than my plans for me. God, forgive me. This is a great prayer, ladies. God, forgive me for trying to plan and direct and control my own life. I don't want to jump off of the temple anymore. I don't want to roll down the hill and be a little rock in my own field. I want to be placed by the master stonecutter into the temple where I belong to serve you best, Lord, to bring you glory and honor and praise. Thank you, Lord, that I am fitted into this great temple that expands throughout history. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you tomorrow for week five, day five.